Ding dong, we're on. It's so loud. <laughs> it's so loud. Welcome to episode 22 of What's the Buttons podcast. A very special episode where we will talk all God of War. Spoilers everywhere, but it won't be to the end. We'll give you plenty of warning on when to leave so you do not get any spoilers for God of War. So in five minutes. Mm. Can't fucking hold it. So, welcome. How are you, Leng Dog? That's fucking hot, that coffee, innit? <clears throat> Fuck. Yeah, I'm right. I'm decent. Uh, my week's just been taken up with God of War. God of War, God of War, God of War, God of War. I'm at work. I'm thinking of God of War. I'm at home. I'm playing God of War, but also thinking of it. I'm sleeping. God of War. I wake up. There's God of War. You know what I mean? The Leviathan Axe has sat with me the entire time. Had to hide it, though, because the cat was trying to use it as a scratching post. Ooh. And I'm not fucking having that. So Steph, Steph had to hide it away from the cat. Um, but yeah, what about you? I'm you ill. Right? I'm ill. Mm. I'm ill. I need sympathy. I need hot drinks and cuddles. We really need you. to keep track of whose mic is who because I, I, I never do. So like, you could have farted in this mic that I've got right I have up against farted my lips. At least now. one of them. Yeah. yeah, I know. And and if you're ill, you're holding that mic. I don't want to touch it. Nothing with a bit of poo particles <laughs> in the air. Is what it is. Tasty. We get on with it. We move forward. <laughs> Thanks to the mate maggots Patreon people. <laughs> Thank you. With your kind donations, I've been able to drink Lemsip this week. What are you looking at? Are you looking at your phone? Are I'm, you just upset? I'm looking at my list. It's just, you, you look fucked. I'm hunched over. I'm ill, man. <laughs> you got a cold, bro. Come on. Oh, my organs feel like they're shutting down. Well, as long as they can survive for the next well, hour. Well, this is what I do. I'm trying, aren't I? <laughs> trying so <laughs> thanks to you lot really appreciate it you are the best i've drunk too much lemsip of anything mm. and without your kind donations that wouldn't be happening yeah i'd just be even more ill than i am now <laughs> so sympathize it's a great way to use the money fucking <laughs> 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 lemsip oh. no, we appreciate it thank you very much for giving us your hard-earned cash and i know i say it almost every episode now but we are we are working on um, coming up with some new tiers. It's just money's money's a bit of a, an issue at the moment. So the stuff that we're thinking of is uh, is a little bit expensive. So just bear with us. Bear with yeah. us. We appreciate you all. Yeah. And here's a here's a quick advert from our sponsors. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? We're so mistaken. We haven't got one this week. <laughs> Why have we not been sponsored yet? What Come on, mean? top tier quality merch. <laughs> Top tier quality I really, content. really thought you were going to surprise me then with like a pre-recorded <laughs> fucking advert. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we just haven't got to that bit yet. I may be ill, but my uh, sense of humour is still top tier. You know what? Yeah, I'm part of quite a few podcast groups on Facebook and they, they have like a, it's called a weekend wank fest where every weekend you can post up like what episode you've recorded of your podcast or podcasts. Um, there's one guy on there that does six different podcasts. I don't know how the fuck he does it. It's ridiculous. Um, and everyone's just so enthusiastic when they post up their episode. Like, oh, on today's episode of Suck My Ass, we did blah, 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 blah. And I can never get hyped to, to post it up properly. I just end up putting the link. <laughs> just go, we did this. <laughs> That's about it. What did they talk about on the Suck My Ass podcast? <laughs> There's so many, there's so there's some really serious podcasts on there, um, and I just feel like whenever we're, whenever I post ours up, it just looks so out of place. But I suppose that's a good thing. 
if you want people to notice it. Oh, we're quirky, aren't we? Mm. We're not your average uh, gaming podcast. I just lost a sneeze. There's not <laughs> much more that is frustrating in the world than that. That is upsetting. That hurts my and soul. And that's never going to come back either. No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to... Nah, it's gone. Fuck it's you, gone. Now. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Sorry. Anyway, thank you. You maggots. Yeah. Patreon. But we need more. Forward slash. Stop the with buttons. holding all that cash. You don't <laughs> we need, need more. it. We need more. You don't need it, Give man. us more fucking money. Give us more. <laughs> and then I can upgrade from Asda's own paracetamol to proper ones. It's like, the same shit. Yeah, don't no, tell me I you're know, one of them. No, I'm not. I'm Fucking not. hell. I think Lemsips is how can you get you can get home brand Lemsips, can't you? Yeah, I just get Lemsip because I vibe with them. They're not too bad. How many are you doing them a day? How many have you had today? Oh, no, I haven't had any today. I've been busy. I've been at work and then I'll come home and then I'll come straight here. So busy, busy, busy. Oh, sorry. Anyway. This is a <laughs> podcast about computer games. <laughs> Go it's on. not a medical podcast. I'm ill. As if I didn't tell you, you can tell. Go on, go. On. We got Warzone. Yeah, you want to talk about Warzone? Yeah, we're going to talk about Warzone and DMZ. So I took the day off Thursday. Nice. Booked annual leave. I didn't pull a sickie, much <laughs> like I did with God of War last week as well. So I'm taking this podcast seriously. I'm getting it in. <clears throat> nice. Ready for the content. Nice. Plus, I like playing computer games. Mm. So it's an easy way to tell the wife. <laughs> yeah. So Warzone came out. I was sceptical. You're sceptical? I was sceptical. Uh, oh, you was? Yeah, just because there was a lot of changes. What, you was or still are? No, I was. Hmm. There was a lot of changes, the hmm. gameplay, the systems in place. There's just a lot to it. But I'm proud to announce it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So much better than Warzone 1. And all your little bedroom streamers are bitching <laughs> and moaning. Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> We don't like streamers. Whiny little shit rats. It's they all are whingy, It's all they? about them, man. And if Warzone now gets changed because and of reverts a little bit back to how it was, then then it's just, there's no point. Because at, right now, as I, I'm pretty sure we spoke about this last week, the problem with Warzone is for casual gamers, casual Barry, that's got a full-time job and plays two hours on a Sunday, mm. you can't play Warzone, bro. You can't play it because mm. you're going to jump on and you're just going to get bunny hopped on, slide cancelled. They're going to be jumping off the walls, shooting you in the face. And mm. you're like, this is crap. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, much more PUBG. Yeah, it's as a, it fucking should be. It's a big map. Yep. You've got a backpack. Yep. You pick items up. You store them. You can store more than one of whatever you want in your backpack. There's not so many conflicts. And when you do get into a fight with other players... It is a battle of positioning mm. and gun skill. It's mm. not who's on PC mm. and can press more buttons than me and who's got a scuff controller so I can jump around corners. There's proximity chat now as well. Is proximity it? chat is Is that always there. on? Or is that something that you can turn off? No, I mean, you can turn, just mute your mic, can't you? Just, you just have a muted mic. But we, no, we just go on a PlayStation It's fucking party. awesome. I, I, I want you don't use the proximity chat. No, because the reason why is because so, when, I'm, when I'm playing, I'm playing with my pals. And we're just talking about stuff. Like, I'll talk about, you know, what I've been up to with yeah, the family yeah, this yeah. week. I, I don't want to be, <coughs> like, looking out a window in a building talking about my family someone's and <laughs> someone's just sitting in a bush listening. <laughs> like, literally, it's just weird, and it? It's creepy. Yeah, I've seen some funny clips. Oh, man, fucking it's going to be, it's going to be mental. It is going to be mental. Like, you can recruit, you can recruit 
enemies to your team. Mm. So I don't know if it's a specific mode. We was playing trios, me, Royce and Clarky. And I downed a man. And you can interrogate him. You can hold square, interrogate them. And when the bar's finished going up, it's a risk, obviously. Mm. You'll ping where their, their teammates are on the map, which is mm. pretty cool. You can also open your emote wheel and you can and recruit them to your team and if they accept then they'll become a teammate and if they don't then they won't oh, what, and they can start killing their own team yeah so you can like literally convert <laughs> I don't know how it works in time. I don't know if you could have That's a very 40 cool. team man team or whatever <laughs> there must be a limit but the whole point I think mainly for the proximity chat is one for the clips mm. and two for the gulag now the gulag in Warzone 1 was a very simple case you died other people died around the map you would be put in a 1v1 room Whatever weapon was given to you, and you would just have a quick 1v1. Whoever won mm. got put back got into put the back. war zone. Now, I don't know if you're aware, it's now 2v2. Mm. You're put in there with another random enemy who's died on the map. But for this time, you have to work together mm. to try and get out. But in the middle of the, uh, in the, middle of the map, after, <coughs> I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, a jailer will appear. Mm. If you kill the jailer... You can take the key and you will get to leave. But to do that, you will have to work together and not, not, kill each not other. fuck each other over. Uh-huh. So proximity chat would be like, hey, hey guys, do you want to work together? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would, I would be killing. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. 100%. Trust nobody. Trust nobody. But all these things are making it... I didn't think that would be a good system. I really enjoy it. And and if you Sounds die, if cool. it squad wipes at the same time, sometimes you're in there with your mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's rough edges, rough launch, as it always is. Trying to get into a game is a pain in the ass. It's a yeah. live service game. If if Activision can't sort it out, no one's going to be able to sort it out. Yeah, no no live crashes. service game is ever going to get mustered. It's just impossible. It's, just, it's normally just how it is, especially mm. when it's with the big games, because you get a lot more. Because you say you have a million people playing Warzone, Warzone 2, you're going to have one and a half million because of the hype surrounding it. Exactly. So you're always going to have way more people than what your servers are built for because it's, you just can't expect it. And Even though you anticipate a rough launch and you know it's going to be annoying, it doesn't make it any less annoying. No, yeah, it's still fucking still frustrated annoying. and you're like, I understand why this is happening. Yeah, but it's Frugal still annoying. If you're pretty pissed yeah. off. But what I can say is it is phenomenal. But as I said, back to my previous point, streamers and stuff, have been moaning like yeah. crazy. And they're saying, their reasons for mainly complaining is saying there's no skill gap, mm. right? There's no skill gap. The skill gap is there. The skill gap is there more than ever because of, it's now based on positioning. Yeah. You need to get into a good based position. based on skill. You need to read a map. You need yeah, to look yeah, at the map yeah. and go, right, we're moving here and then here and we're going to get this high ground or we're going to hold this building, we're going to lock this down. Instead of, I slid around a corner really fast. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. My frame rate's quicker than I've yours. I've seen a lot of streamers on TikTok. I spend a lot of time on TikTok. Um, and seeing a lot of people complaining about about uh, uh, skill issues and, and, and things like that. That's what they're talking and, about. And most of the clips you're seeing are these people running through an open area, zigzagging, and then being beat down in a matter of seconds, no cover, and getting angry that they've that they've died and you sort of think well what the fuck do you think's going to happen you're running around in in the open you go on PUBG, you run around in the open you're dead 100 percent. that is yes. like number one rule of a battle royale or any any first person shooter you do not stand in the open simple as that so it's very annoying when you keep seeing all these streamers and they might not even be streamers it might just be people who are just getting a couple of clips but people whinging that there's an issue with the game itself when you're dying because you're standing in the open 
what do you think is going to happen? It's so fucking annoying. And I'm with you. If if they change, start changing shit because streamers are complaining about it, Dr. Disrespect starts fucking whinging. Timmy the Tapman starts whinging about other shit. You know what I mean? And then they start changing things to accommodate them. It's not fair. Because that sort of shit's happened before. You're not stupid for thinking that that could happen because it's already happened many, many, many times in the past. And that's fine. But the way I the way I see it, and I spoke to Clarky about it earlier, I think that... I think this is the way Warzone was designed. This mm. is the way the multiplayer played a lot slower and they're trying to move away maybe from that arcade nature and arcade feel because people now want Escape from Tarkov kind of games. They want military simulators. Yeah. They don't just want arcade Call of Duty. You know, the multiplayer, you can go play like that if you really want to. There's different modes, different maps where you can play that fast-paced multiplayer. But there's a massive market now for more serious military simulations. And it's whilst it's still very arcadey, it's so much slower and much more enjoyable for it. Because... Uh, I've always said if PUBG was more polished, I would be playing that all the time. 100%. And I joined that far too late, so the skill gap is massive for me. PUBG is fucking sick. I love yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, so do I. But they're, they're, I'm always getting killed by <coughs> level 100 and whatever, the highest rank. Mm. And and it's just it's probably too late for to, to get good, basically. Yeah, me and Mark joined it quite early on, and we got quite decent at it. Mm. So, but I know Mark is very good at PUBG. Mm. But it's, it's, that is the kind of game I think a lot of people like mm. and really set, obviously, the Battle Royale market off. So I think, I think what they've done is fantastic. But as I said to Clarky earlier, hopefully, if they do stick with their guns and stay stay true to what they've made, because it's their vision, mm. they should do. Then they've got something decent. Yeah. Then these other streamers will either suck it up and get on with it, because I don't know what else they're going to move on to. And if they and if they don't, and they move on to other things, well. The people and the market is still there for Warzone Two. There'll be another. There'll be more streamers that are nobodies now coming up. Yeah, and people will. They'll grow because people want to watch now, Warzone Two. Now, obviously, because I don't, I don't play it, so my knowledge is limited. Um, but I see, I've been seeing a hell of a lot on this game. But am I right in saying that people are purposely throwing games to be put into bot lobbies to level shit up a lot easier because of the skill-based matchmaking system? So to the point where the game, they so they join a game, and apparently just run around. There was one video I saw a tutorial on how to set up your controller so that you wouldn't have to touch it and you'd always be running around in circles, um, so that you would get no kills and eventually be put into bot lobbies because you're just, as far as the game's concerned, that bad, and then you can level level up your guns and all that sort of type of shit. I've seen that been said before, but it wasn't for leveling up weapons. It was so. So the plan was, I don't know, they they done the analytics and the metrics, something like <coughs> if you had a really bad KD or your KD was judged over the course of, say, 10 games. So if you went like hugely negative for 10 games, then your 11th game would be in like a in a, a really be, low rank yeah. lobby. So then you'd absolutely fry and frag out and then they'd post that on YouTube as, as yeah, if they were doing fragging, really, really you know good. What I mean? yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if that is the case, but that's what rumours are. And I, I, I spoke last time about the skill based matchmaking system and how I was all for it and everything. I wasn't as informed as I am now. Am I right in saying that? So let's say every, every nine out of ten games you play, you win consistently. And then for me, every two out of ten games, I win. So our, our, our skills. Are, there's quite a big gap between us. 
Am I right in saying that if I were to join you, it's going to throw me in your lobbies with all the other people that are getting 9 out of 10 wins and I'm just going to get hammered on constantly? Is that a thing that... Correct. That is that. Well, that is the assumption. Well, that's not fucking fun, is it? Well, no, it's not fun. But my advice to you would be... Get I, good. Nah. <laughs> I genuinely think you would like this because it's slow-paced and... The skill is in the gunplay and the positioning, which you're good at from mm. playing with Apex with you and other shooters. You're, you're surprisingly good. Mm. So I think... And, surprisingly, and, thank you. Well, yeah, because I don't really play with good people. <laughs> like normally, like I said to you the other day, when you jump on with someone, you're like, I play games a bit, and you're like, oh, you're whaff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think maybe if you had any interest in ever playing it, mm. if you start sooner rather than later, so mm. the skill gap doesn't come in, you're already there. You've already hit the curve. So, you know, you're already ready to go, regardless of when you play. Mm. But I do think it's it's much more up your street. It's much more up all our streets because we don't enjoy running around. I don't like the running around mental. fucking... It, it got too silly. It's why it's why um, people like myself come away from games like Fortnite as well. It just goes too far on the other end of the scale and just becomes stupid. And, and Call of Duty was guilty of that. The slide cancelling stuff is such fucking, it's such bullshit, man. But I wouldn't mind that if it was available for everyone and it was a case of getting better at it. But the, the simple matter of the fact is, unless you're on a PC and and a good PC at that for the mm. for the uh, frame rate mm. and FPS to be good enough um, to be able to compete. Or you spend a silly amount of money on a controller for the paddles, so you can do these things with ease. Yeah, yeah. that's that's not fair. That's 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 not a skill gap. That's a that's a pay gap. That's a money gap. You well, can't, yeah, it's well, it's the same as Overwatch Two. When you join me, I'm on a PC, and you're you're being forced to join what is essentially a PC lobby. You're always going to get absolutely murdered because aim assist is off. Uh, yeah, aim assist is off, and from from you see it yourself, the movement that you can do on a PC. Is compared to a PlayStation or an Xbox or any other console is fucking ridiculous. PC will always be on top when it comes to movement because, especially if you've got a mouse like mine, which isn't a fucking crazy good mouse, but a, but a razor mouse, you can adjust the sensitivity on the fly while you're playing. So I I, I can spin round ten times quicker than anyone else can, and then if I want to spin round slower, one button and it's done. And I can I can customize that. So yeah, you jump like I was turning around on Overwatch like I'd just seen a <laughs> unidentified object flying and just like shock of awe. <laughs> you spun round and it was like he's having a seizure. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. We had a little test on it and it, I I can't it doesn't matter what sensitivity I put it up to, I'm not getting nowhere near that. There's no there's no way. That and that and the, the crazy thing is that my highest sensitivity that I have set on my mouse isn't the highest sensitivity that it can go to. So when I put it on the highest and I was spinning around like a fucking tornado, it go, it, it goes way way higher. Um, so yeah, um, don't really know where that whole point came from. Anyway, Warzone is very good. <laughs> uh, the DMZ mode, yeah, also very enjoyable. <coughs> Lot of potential. Mm. So they've been very smart with it. Blueprint for the M13. So the M13 is not in the game. I see this. The M13 yeah. is not in the game. But it is in DMZ. Right. So how Call of Duty works is you unlock the blueprint, then you unlock it for all the modes. Multiplayer, mm. mm -hmm. DMZ, Warzone. And then you can obviously level the gun up to unlock the attachments, etc., etc. Now, people weren't so 
excited about DMZ. But when they put a gun in there that you can only earn in there, everyone's all over it. You got to try. Very it. clever. So you know, I was going to try it anyway, but kind of forced their hand. So me and Clarky jumped in there the other day. So we'll try and get it. Very cool. Dropped in just some crappy weapons, whatever. We found out where because there's a boss. The boss was called the Chemist. Nice. We had to try and kill the Chemist. So we drove all the way across the map. Now. I'm used to Warzone 1, the cars handle like arcadey. They don't do that no more. Mm. They're very slow to get started. You can't just jump in the car and go vroom. You have to like, it builds up speed. Made it a bit more realer. Yeah, it's a lot more realistic. And we're getting halfway there, going along a massive bridge. And I looked and I was like, we're going to run out of fuel. <laughs> we run out of fuel on a bridge. I had to book it the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. We, we got nice. there anyway. Massive like uh, gas storm <coughs> where he is in. So we had to go buy some gas masks. We went in there. The bots are um, they they they're somewhere in between, like oh, I don't know. They're just staring at walls, no idea what's going on, <laughs> or they're literally like Rambo and they're yeah. just diving, shooting grenades, rockets, something like. There's no in between. Mm. Anyway, me and Clarky managed to get through it somehow. First ever one we did, managed to kill him. I picked up the M13. We booked it down the down the street, found an extraction zone, set the flare off. More AI dropped in. We killed them, got onto the helicopter. Lovely. Got the M13 blueprint. But thing is, the M13 blueprint, obviously you know how it works. Whatever you take out of the DMZ or Tarkov mode, then you get to keep and you can take him with you next time. If you lose it, you lose it. (coughs) But it doesn't give you the blueprint for everybody. It only gives it to the person holding it. No. So you had to go in again. So yeah, so obviously we had to go in again. Who got it first? You or? Yeah, I had it. Of course. But <laughs> but what I read, luckily online, was that or, um, if you go back into the DMZ, drop the M13 for your mate. He picks it up, then extracts straight away. That's what we did. But even then, it's risky. Because mm. if we get shot... You've lost it. I, I've still got it because I've unlocked the blueprint now. But you so. still got to go back in But again. then we'd have to do it again because mm. we've both lost it now. So yeah, I dropped it for him. He's got it. So we've both got the M13 now. But it's a very clever way to get people to play it. People are... Shockingly positive about it when people were very negative before. Um, so yeah, just another thing to play, another really fun mode. So overall, massive thumbs up from me. Warzone DMZ. It sounds like a DMZ is like obviously Escape from Tarkov um, inspired, but also the division inspired. That's what people are comparing it to mostly. On the Division dark, Black Zone or Dark, dark zone, zone, yeah. Dark Zone with the extractions because out of the entire game like series, that shit was so fun. So fucking you fun. You took me there once. That was our first gaming experience together. Nuts, wasn't it? I was thinking about the other day. How nervous we both were. You was. I can you was as well. No, you were. I could hear it in your voice. You were nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas now, now we don't play with each other at all. Just for the sake of the pod, we don't even talk anymore. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that as well. I was like, I've gone from ringing you every day, talking to you for a good like two hours a day, to nothing. Because otherwise <laughs> okay. we get it Friday and we're scratching. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's um, it sounds very dark zoney, um, and I like that. I think that's that gives you something something worth um fighting for. There's a few things that I'm not a fan of. So <clears throat> the way it works is. You got insurance slots, so you can you can build any weapon you want from guns that you've got mm. and things you've unlocked in all across all the multiplayer and stuff. Yeah. 
So I built my M4. So I love the M4. I was using the M4. <coughs> you can insure it. Cool. You go in. You lose it. Whatever. It gives you like a 20-hour cooldown or whatever on the mm. weapon. So then you have to take contraband weapons in, which are weapons that you find in DMZ and bring out. You can't change any attachments. They just they are what they are. That's fine. I don't mind that system. But then you can add all the grenades, smoke grenades, stun grenades, yeah. frag grenades, all sorts of stuff like that. They, you can just pick them like you would normally. Mm. I mean, these things should be found and bought out. So you go, oh, I'm going to take a smoke grenade in this time. I've got three of them. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't just be able to take them as just in the yeah. But that's about, other than that, I just don't feel there's a massive risk to dying where I think that is the shining light of that sort of genre, which they haven't really nailed. But they did stick a fat old beta sticker on it. Oh, did they? So they've they've got they're out covering covering their asses, so going. This isn't the final product. Exactly. So with that that beta sticker on it now, but that's knows? that's quite clever though, because if you've got you've got a good um, the community is is enjoying it so far, they're gonna give feedback on it. So rather than bringing it out and how it is now, that's it, and then say in a couple of months' time they decide to change a load of shit. They, it, it's it's clever. It's clever. It's it sounds to me like they're actually giving a fuck about what the community thinks, and I like that. And that work that works good for the developers. It works good for the people who are actually playing the game. It works. It's good for everyone if they actually take note and listen to what people are saying and and sort of just come away a bit from little streamers whinging about it the most exciting aspect for me is that I, that obviously they're trying to implement like storylines into warzone each season this is happening and you're you're going in to be the last one standing because of this reason none Naturally. of it really makes any sense mm. it's cool it's a cool cinematic it's just something to throw in there but it doesn't really make any sense with this mode they really could put some story put into some it. Shit in it yeah you know killing this chemist i don't know who the fuck he is mm. but it was cool to go and kill a boss mm. so when like in two, three years' time, whenever what is happening, you go, oh, remember when we had to go and kill that chemist dude? Do they have a health 13? bar or anything, or is it just... No, no he's just... He's just, just a, like zombies he's where just you have a bullet a sponge, bro. He's just a bullet yeah, Until he's dead. Yeah, yeah. But it was cool. You know, it was a cool mechanic. He's in a little gas zone on his own. Yeah. With loads of people yeah, around no, him. Yeah, no, I like and, it. And me and Clarky were, like, nervous, trying to get out, like, stressing. Oh, fuck. No, no, no. I, that's, I, the, that's the best I bit. I run out of bullets. I had zero bullets. I had zero armor plates. Mm. I'm laying down. I'm like, Clark, you've got to shoot. These. The mm. helicopter's coming down mm. for us to leave. I'm like, you've got to shoot them. I have no bullets and no armor. Mm. If I get shot, I'm dead. That's as simple as that. Mm. So he managed to like fight them off. And then we got, and that was, that was the fun. That was the excitement. Exhilarating. It was. And it was nerve wracking because yeah. we had the M13 to lose. My point being, if you haven't got that to lose, takes it away a little bit. You know, like, uh, whatever. If I die, I die. I yeah, die. yeah. Because you, all that's going to happen is I can't use my gun for 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Go back to that. So you die. So you're, let's say you're carrying the M13. You're in the DMZ. You die. That M13 is now locked out for 20 hours across the entire game. No, no, no. Only in DMZ. D only in DMZ. So right, how it works is I always have an M4 because it's my favourite gun in Call of Duty. So I have the M4. I build it the way I want it. It's insured. If I want to take that in, I'll take that in. If I die or lose it out there, then it's locked out for 20 hours and I can take any of the old crappy contraband weapons mm. I've found. But that is pretty much all you lose. You'll lose like, because you can only put one armor plate in. Now we used to put three. Yeah. So you can find armor plate bags. So you mm. can put two plates in or three plates. If you have one of them, then you can take that in with you. If you lose it, you go back down to one plate. So the contraband. Gas masks you can take out and put them in. Yeah. So you do lose little things, but I think like, say they need a stash they have no stash 
Whereas Tarkov has got a massive stash and a place, they got a flea market where you can sell items to other players, mm. all that sort of stuff, like an auction house in WoW. They start adding them in later. The gamers can skyrocket potential. Skyrocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why I think, like you said, the bait is thicker, very smart. M13, get people in. Yeah, it's all right. Add pepper it. Yeah. Season yeah, yeah. it. It could blow up. And then here comes the fucking microtransactions of buying, buying things to get your gun out yeah. of the 20 hour cooldown yeah, and things up. like speed that. Or, the, or there'll be events where cooldown's only five hours rather than 20, which that in itself wouldn't be so bad because you say say it um say they bring something else out in the dmz that's fucking difficult to get hold of like a, a way more difficult boss than the chemist and they say for limited time only while this event's on cooldown is is slashed to two hours rather than 20 to try and get more people to throw themselves in the the, the potential for that is 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 very cool and they've got a, it's a decent studio and a decent game to be running off of off of that it's a shame they've built it like this in that I think what they should have done <coughs> is they give you a, uh, I don't know, first ever game you go in with a fucking AK, mm. nothing else, just a shitty little AK. Mm. And you should be scrounging for everything. Mm. Red dot sights, ACOG sights, yeah. sniper scopes, everything. And then you build your weapon out that way. So then the weapon that you're putting all these attachments on, you're going to put this, I'm going to put this grip on this, I'm going to put this stock on this, I'm going to put this scope on this one. You've spent the time to get the weapon. You've spent the time to get the bits and bobs to put on it. Mm. And then when you're on it, you're not just... If you go in with that weapon, you're not just losing your weapon. You're losing all the attachments all the that attachments. you put on it. Mm. To just be able to build any weapon that you like with all the attachments takes away the whole point I of think it. you. I think you run into the risk of that of... How many times are you going to go in and die before you go, fuck this, I'm not playing it anymore? Because you keep going and dying, losing all your shit because you aren't insuring it or... or there will be people that will go, ah, oh, fuck that, I'll just jump on Warzone instead. Yeah, but that is the game, though. That yeah, is but the game mode. Yeah, but people don't like that, though, do they? Just they, because yeah, that's the like, mode. They're liking it now. And yeah. It's exactly the same. Mm, yeah, but it's... If you take everything away from them, so essentially a permadeath type thing, it... it I think you... I like I like that idea. I prefer that idea to just having a gun locked out for twenty hours. If it's everything's locked out for twenty hours that you had on you, I like that. But I don't think everyone will enjoy that. I don't want it locked out. I want it gone. Oh, so you just got to get it again? Yeah. You lose that. You. I've got an AK. I've gone in. I've managed to find an M4. Mm. I've picked up a red dot sight and a silencer. I come out. I go brilliant. I'm going to put that red dot on my AK. I'm going to put the, the silencer on my M4. I go in with the mm. M4. I lose the M4. because You've I've lost died. that silencer. I've lost the silencer and the M4. Mm. Yeah? So I haven't got an M4 now, but I've got the AK with the red dot I still. suppose. I suppose. But you can stack up. You, you're finding red dots. So I've got loads of red dots in the stash. It's fine. I'll put yeah, another one on I that. suppose that, that sort of gives you that replayability because you'll if, if, if every now and then you're dying, it's not like you play a load of DMZ, get everything that you could possibly want, so there's no point in you playing it again. Whereas if you're losing shit, then yeah, that re that gives you that replayability because you might go in with a with a weapon fully decked out, lose it, and then you're like, fuck's sake, I've lost all my shit, be angry for an hour, and then go back into it and, and regroup and try and get all your shit again. And, or, yeah, no, I like it. I like you, it. What you do is you put in really rare loot, you put in dangerous yeah. areas. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a... There's a completely covered gas area <coughs> the only way you can go in there is safely is with a hazmat suit mm. if 
find the bits of a hazmat suit. Yeah, I've yeah. got the legs, I've got the torso. Yeah. I, said, I found the hat, sick. I'm going to extract, get my stuff ready, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in. I've got my good gun, I've got my hazmat <laughs> suit on. I've gone in, I've got. I found some sick loot, rare mm. loot. I come out, I extract again. I sell it on the market for stupid money. Mm. I'm flossing. I buy what I want from the market. Mm. Uh, that game cycle, that game mechanic, is basically what Tarkov does. Yeah. I don't think it's as polished as Call of Duty, but it's the same concept of it. Yeah. I think if they did that, that, that sort of game mode on... Oh. Massive. You're talking about building an economy, which is that type of shit, because Dark Zone was close to doing that, other than being able to sell your stuff on the black market. Obviously, you could sell it, but... Um, it wasn't that that cut and dry, but yeah, that 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 as an idea sounds fucking awesome because you could become like a full on pirate type fucking thief, yeah, an arms that, dealer and shit. Yeah, right? man, that 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 does sound fucking cool. You never know, maybe they'll they'll think about trying to throw something like but that. That's in what there. I thought they were going with, and with it being a beta, I think the potential is there. Yeah, but the way they've structured it at the moment, I don't know if they'll revert from that. Is my theory. I don't know whether they'll take stuff. I away think when you it. try and throw economies like that into games, it's very, very difficult because it's such a fine balance. Um, World of Warcraft does it very well. Obviously, with auction houses, it has its own economy. Every server, gold is worth a different amount, um, and things are worth different. And like a real economy, that shit can crash, and and that shit can boom. And the server itself might not have enough gold or it's got too much gold and things like that. So um, it can become a bit tricky, but that's sort of where you end up leaving it to your player base to, to handle. Um, but I I like the idea of that. I think what you would then need is like DMZ-specific stuff that you can only get through, obviously, the, the black market and things like that. And then you have Warzone-specific stuff. You see what I mean? So it's not all just... You go in DMZ to get a load of shit, and you can use all of it in Warzone and vice versa. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that anyway. It doesn't it's work not. like that. No. So you have all the guns, right? Mm. You've got all the guns, whatever you can use, but you can't use M13 until you've unlocked it in DMZ. Just because you've got an M13, it doesn't mean you've got one with a red dot, so you can use that in Warzone now. That's not what we're going for here. It is solely the blueprint, so you can build it how you want in Warzone or multiplayer. It doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the same thing, though. No, because you... No. <laughs> the, what, what's annoying is, as well, in the single-player campaign... Like, no. It's not. <laughs> in the single-player campaign, there's a bit in one of the missions where you've got nothing, and you're, like, scavenging around, so you're like, this is what DMZ's going to be like. It's yeah. trying to shine you. And you open in, like, boxes and stuff, and you're finding a red dot site, and you're putting it on your gun and stuff. Mm. Why is that mechanic in there, but not in DMZ? Why are you finding red dot sites and putting them on your weapons? They must have had that in DMZ at some point. Maybe, or maybe there's something that they, they're going to... Maybe <clears throat> maybe it might be a case of they've got the functionality for it to be there. However, DMZ still being, in quotes, beta, they're testing that out before they start committing to throwing stuff like that in. That 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 Because um, you don't want to go for the effort of putting that in and making it so that every person can do that, because I'm sure it's quite a lot of work. And then no one fucking liked DMZ because then you just wasted your time on it. But if you've got the if you've got the blueprint of that there, <laughs> then if DMZ takes off like it sounds like it will, then you can throw that in there a lot easier. If that makes sense. Yeah, I hope I hope that they really press on with it, and they don't just leave it like that. But one of the coolest features of it is 
You don't know how many players are in the game. Mm. There's other players in there as well. You mm. can only go in in trios. But me and Clark <coughs> just put it to no squad feel and went in as a duo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you can only go in in trios. And we're like going along and we're like, is, it, is that AI or is that a player? Because you can't really tell. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And oh then, yeah, of course. There's no nameplates or anything, no. is it? So like, and then Clark, I'm sure even in, in Warzone, because they removed the AI from Warzone, like they had in the beta, and now they just hang around strongholds. Mm-hmm. Because we don't really know where the strongholds are, we get confused. We're like, I've been shot, I've been shot, and you're like ducking down. You're like, that's <laughs> oh, just a bot, bro. <laughs> but you don't know, <laughs> yeah, and don't it adds a bit more excitement, mm. you know, especially in DMZ where you know nothing. Mm. You don't know if it's a player or a or a bot. Yeah, it, it's exciting when you see someone because you're like, oh, it's good, it's good fun. Anyway, we spent far too much time on that, but massive thumbs up, and I really think you should download it and give it a go. Um, is that done? This is basically this is basically my pod. It is anyway. Next one, Vampire Survivors. I I don't know what to say about this game. I don't know what this is. I saw a picture of it and it looked wank. Every now and again, there's a little Twitter game <laughs> where everybody <laughs> that I follow, like reputable people, <clears throat> yeah. start going on about this new game. And at the moment, it's Vampire Survivors. We've had others on there like Fall Guys and stuff like that. That really took off on there. Mm, among yeah. Us. Yeah, Among Us. All them sort of ones. Vampire Survivors is the latest, and <clears throat> it recently came out. So I'm getting out of breath. That's how ill I am. Hold on. <laughs> it's because you've been talking for the last 37 minutes. Yeah, so Vampire Survivors came out on Game Pass. I'm just Googling it now. So I figured I'd give it a go. So I turned the old Xbox on. Mm. That's definitely not a waste of money. Had about yeah. 400 updates to do. Look, you knew why you bought that and that that game hasn't come out yet. No, it wasn't supposed to. That was in quite a few of the categories for Game of the Year shit, by the way. Which was? Vampire Survivors. No, not Vampire Survivors. Starfield. How? It's not even out. How can it be Game of the Year? It was on like two or three different you categories. You mean most anticipated game that will be? It was definitely on that one, yeah. Yeah, it'll be them ones. Not because no one knows nothing about it. Um, <laughs> I'm just stating facts, bro. Anyway... Uh, yeah, it came out on Game Pass, so I'll give it a quick <coughs> download. I think it was about three megabytes large. <laughs> I mean, this game could have come out on the NES. Yeah, the it Atari, looks like it. You know what I mean? It could have come out on one of the oldest systems known to man. Yeah. I mean, it's about as graphically advanced as Pong. Yeah, it, <laughs> it literally is. This is something that could be run on a fucking toaster. Yeah, it literally is. Like, <laughs> it's got about eight <laughs> pixels in it. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's a disservice. It's fucking amazing it really is what, amazing. what do you do you just move right right okay you don't even need to i'm looking i'm pressing all the buttons I'm like, what button does it nothing just move um so you start off you pick a character you go into a the first level is a jungle forest uh you start off and you, your character with whatever weapon the character starts with just starts using it. So I like a character with a whip. Mm. So as soon as you start, it's just a character and he's just going... Constantly. Every like, you know... I'm watching, I'm watching second. a video. I see what you mean. He, uh, he is using the whip. Yeah. So every like one and a half <laughs> second, he's just going to whack whipping, with a whip. Yeah, like spiders or those, they're bats. So every time... You, yeah, that's the first level. So every time you kill an enemy... or nine times out of ten they'll drop a little a little thing that looks like a rupee from the legend of zelda right you pick that up gives you a little bit of level um you level up he's leveled up yeah you level up he's just leveled up there you go you (laughs) you pick of a tree of items yeah and they all do different things they'll either augment the ability you already have or give you a new one yeah you can carry eight of them at a time i believe and you just rinse and repeat 
and you can and it it, it sounds it sounds fun it looks fun i know it is fucking i can see exactly <laughs> why people are enjoying this because it's just a fucking just chill out and just just go for it man it is so addictive yeah it looks it um you're leveling up <laughs> but so what weird. i'm saying is it seems so simple but it's so deep mm. it is so deep i think one man made this mm. one man i believe and he just did it as like a little pet project and mm. he's massive now now it's a full-time job mm. um so yeah you're just you're just picking up you're leveling up you're picking different augments and but then what happens is what i didn't realize for a long time was that once you've leveled these up to however many in a run other items that you that you can pick up will uh, evolve the item. So say mm. you can pick up a heart that gives you more health. If then on your next level up ability, the gar- the garlic item is there, it will say evolution with the heart. Yeah. So when you've leveled that up, that if you pick that item up, then it will give you like a mega ability, right? And that and that goes for pretty much every item in the game. But then past that, which I've just discovered now, is you can now like get like evolved versions of each weapon and then merge like the mega versions it's, it's just i don't know where it hmm. ends and then it, the, each run can last up to 30 minutes and then death turns up and just insta kills you but i found a way where i think you can kill death now death himself brilliant the levels are like mental is that uh, you get to the end and you think this is the last mission you do last mission and it's like oh no this one's unlocked now there's there's permanent unlocks when you pick up the gold you can go and level up your abilities so each mm. you start with more speed more health then there's a thing that you can buy called a golden egg from a merchant which permanently increases stats on a certain character there's loads of characters to unlock it is so deep and so addictive and i am fucking obsessed with it gem's looking at it she's she's telling me how are you doing this? Because <laughs> there's there's monsters everywhere. The screen is filled. You can't, and I'm like ducking and weaving and I've got whips going off all over the place. I've got bombs going off, birds flying around, dropping shit on oh people. Oh shit, yeah, like that. I oh, know you can't see that listening. Yeah, no, it gets f- much, it gets a hundred times worse than that, a thousand times worse than that. That's small time. Yeah. It is insane. The game is phenomenal. One of the first comments, having crushed through every achievement in this game, it has been a complete blast to play. The most fun I've had for a- in ages. On Steam, it's currently at 10,000 reviews at 99% positive. You know you're in for a treat. That was nine months ago, yeah. so it'll be even more now. There's me being all gassed that, that it's free. How it's, much is it? It's 4 99 and and there's me leaving yeah. out a section on that comment saying that it was three dollars because it, I thought it was free. So <laughs> it, ten out of ten on Steam, hundred and twenty-seven thousand yeah. and a half reviews. Mm. Like it's it's just obviously it came out it came out seventeenth of December twenty twenty-one on on Steam, and it's just come out on on consoles. But little games like that, they get that they yeah. have a way of of being real decent like that because. They aren't asking you aren't asking a lot of the game and the game isn't asking a lot of you. And I think the it games like that can be so simple but like you said, so deep at the same time. The gameplay itself looks like a piece of piss. It looks enjoyable, but it doesn't you're not fucking it's not damaging your brain to, to figure out how to play it. Um and, and those types of games sometimes well evidently people just wanna chill out. And play a, an easy, an easier game that's still fun as hell, and that looks like one of those games. Obviously, look at it, <laughs> and it's just the different abilities. This is very reminiscent of Cult of the Lamb. 
when like, we were yeah. seeing all the fucking followers and <laughs> everything. This is something else, man. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Ponkel, who is the developer Ponkle. of uh, Vampire Survivors. He's done a fantastic job, and I really can't wait to see more of this game, what you're going to do with it, because it's clearly got a huge following now. And it's Are you all right there? I'm just swallowing breath and burps <laughs> and all sorts. But yeah, it's, it's swallowed up my life, yeah. to be honest. And it's exactly what I needed after, you know, what we're going to get to. So we better speed up because we've been doing this for a while. So shout out Vampire Survivors. Huge, huge <coughs> congratulations to Pongle. Fantastic Great. game. Love it. Absolutely fantastic. And I can't wait to play it tonight. Uh, moving on, we have Pokemon. This is your section because I didn't know what. Oh, it's only a, it's about. only a quick little section. There's nothing crazy. I'm not really a massive fan of Pokemon. I but love Pokemon. It only come about because I was I was seriously considering getting a Switch and oh, getting the yeah. new Pokemon. You say that I I turned my Switch on the other day and I've done loads of downloads because I was going to vibe with mine as well. Mm, and I turned it off. I decided not to um, because it was either that or the Steam Deck, and I thought you know what. I want to direct money if I'm I I want to save my money and at the same time if I'm going to have a, have an expense for my own benefit I want to throw that money into the podcast so I held off and I think I made the smart decision to do so. I've been seeing a lot of videos on the new Pokemon. It's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It looks so shit. <laughs> it you looks, like Pokemon games though. I like Pokemon games, but it's a lot of um, apparently the launch was really rough. It looks laggy as fuck. Now there has been an update, and a lot of people are saying that once you do the update, it fixes a lot of the issues. But by the by the looks of it, I think everyone was hoping for them to really ramp up the graphics and make it look decent. And it just looks rough, man. It uh, it's I think it's been labelled as the o- the open world Pokemon game that everyone wanted. But didn't receive. In that, and 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 I think that that statement is true. In that, everyone would love an open world Pokemon game. I certainly would, but they just can't seem to nail it, man. They just can't seem to do it. It's fucking dead world, nothing in it, laggy as shit, frames all over the place. It keeps crashing. It just looks a bit of a mess. And that was my section done. Let's hope it improves. I love Pokemon. <laughs> I, I, one thing I know about Pokemon and Nintendo is they always land on their feet. There's nothing to worry about there. They'll sort it out. Of course they will. And the, and the player base will remain. There's no one that's going to be turned off of Pokemon. Um, just a lot of people complaining like how it was meant to be so much better than its predecessor, which was Arceus. Arceus? Oh, ah, yeah. I Pokemon don't know. Arceus. Arceus. Ar- Ar- however you fucking say it. Yeah, that one. You can go back and play that game, though. People keep saying, oh, my God, it is so much work. And you can always go back. Yeah, you can. That's that section done. Shut up. <laughs> Next section's yours as well. This wow. Fillers. Fillers. Oh, uh, another filler. My my entire week has been taken up with God of War. My entire week. From when we filmed the last episode. We're not talking about now. God of War by now. No, yes, but this but this but this scared. Yeah, but this this rolls into it. So as many of you may be aware, on the sixteenth of November, World of Warcraft went in, went into phase two of their pre patch for Dragonflight, which meant that the new class and the new race, the Drakthir Evoker, um, was released for people that have already pre ordered Dragonflight. I am obviously one of those people, and the excitement for it was there. But God of War took me in a way that I never thought a game would, 
and for once in my life I wasn't excited to I wasn't so excited to play new content on World of Warcraft because I was busy investing all of my time into something else. I just couldn't focus. I couldn't do it. I played for about an hour. I still haven't done it. There's a new starter zone and everything. And I, I've done like four quests in it because I jumped on and I went, what am I doing? I was like, <laughs> turned around to the TV. I was like, I've got, I got to go back on this. I've got to do it. Um, so there'll be more, way more on World of Warcraft next week. Um, it's coming because... Yeah, we're. I think now is the time where we can move on to God of War Ragnarok because it's not. Why Marvel Snap? Oh, for fuck's sake. Don't even start with that. What's what? Shut up. What's this game that I've got? Hold on. Hold your horses. I'm holding my horses because Marvel Snap is a is a Marvel card game. You're am correct. I right? Correct. I am. I am correct. Now, where is? Because I sunk in a lot of time and a lot of money into this card game is it Hearthstone hold on oh, I deleted it <laughs> brilliant <laughs> anyway moving on swiftly Wait, is that good? no I didn't no I didn't Throwdown never heard of it you've never heard of it no you never heard of Throwdown no it is what massive is it? is it Marvel oh Family Guy Family Guy fucking Futurama Bob's Burgers all of them and it's a card game man Oh, I don't know. All I know is Marvel Snap is another thing. Much like Vampire Survivors, I'm just another chilling, card game. minding my own business on Twitter, <coughs> and all I'm seeing is Vampire Survivors going to get a Game of the Year category. It's that good, blah blah. And now I'm all I'm seeing is Marvel Snap is the best mobile game to ever game exist. Of the year. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll check it out, man. I don't like mobile games. Well, I do now. I'm telling you. Yep. I have told one, two. Three, I've told three people, yeah, to yeah. try it. Right, right. I'm one of them as well. Am well, I? no, you're fourth, and all three people that I have told are fucking obsessed with it. So much so they're higher levels than me mm. in less time, pretty much. <coughs> Some of them are. Yeah. And I'm playing Warzone with Clarky and Royce, and while the game's loading, we're all playing Marvel Snap. Yeah. They bought me back yesterday from the Gulag. I was dead. They bought me back. I'm parachuting. I'm in the middle of a Marvel Snap game, so I just had to hang in the parachute. They all, I can hear them. Oh, one on me, one on me. They're all down, shooting, dead. Where's Ash? I'm still floating in the parachute because I'm playing Marvel Snap. Is it? Is it something similar to Hearthstone? It's got that mechanic of you can only play what your power level and the gems yeah. go up each time. Yeah. We've got that, but it's different. Um, there's three different zones on the board. Mm. Each one can be many different things. I've played it. You've played Marvel Snap? Yeah. Why are you asking then? Because it's your show and everyone... It's not just me that's fucking listening. Oh, I've played right. about 10 minutes of it. Well, that's not enough to... I got very bored very quick. How, how have you judged and gauged off of that? No, because... Uh, and, I, and I think I'm fair in saying this. What was that? Or was that your mind? A game like... It, it was very, very, very similar to Throwdown. And I sunk in so many hours of Throwdown and quite a lot of money... Um, that I just wasn't interested in Marvel Snap because I don't play Throwdown anymore. I, I, I've had my fix of mobile card games like that. I was like, no, I can't be bothered because it's very, very, very similar. Well, one of the massive pros to Marvel Snap is it's not pay to win. You can't buy anything, really. Yeah, no, neither was Throwdown. It was just, I'm um, greedy. Uh, cool. Well, whatever. <laughs> All I know is there's a welcome pack 
where you get like 700 gold and Captain America well, for three quid. Like, oh, so right, yeah. But it doesn't okay, make no difference. So you, I just wanted Captain America. You pay for that? Yeah, I bought that. Hmm. And then and what bat- does Captain America do? No, it's just a card you get. It's just a different. It's just a different with a different ability and no, nothing. It's Don't just a different me. card face. It's literally all it is. Mm. You can't upgrade cards in any way mm. that makes them more powerful. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> believe me or not, I don't you can on Throwdown. To be fair, well, you can't on it's this. Quite decent. Um, and I bought a battle pass. First ever battle pass I've ever bought. There. On my it said oh, it's not paid to win. Yeah, how much money you spent on None this? None of this is giving me any competitive advantage at all. <laughs> It's impossible. There's nothing you, you can do. You are so easy to to get your wallet to open in, up for a game. Incorrect. Only <laughs> not if incorrect. I enjoy not it. Not incorrect at all. When's the last time you played Fortnite? It's Star Wars skins. When's the last time you played Fortnite? I don't know, a couple of months ago. And when's the last time you bought a skin for it? A couple of weeks ago. Because <laughs> well, when I blue play it, I want to jump on and play Star yeah. Wars characters. Yeah, yeah. That's neither in or there. <laughs> I like what I like. <laughs> you put Star Wars skins in anything, I'm gonna buy them. And you're all over. Doesn't it. matter. Doesn't matter. You send me some right old shit pictures of Star Wars <laughs> stuff because you know I, I like, sent I'll you a Star Wars me. advent calendar. That yeah. was forty quid, you know. Yeah, and it would have been cool if they were cool characters, but it got Darth Vader dressed up like some elf. You don't do Darth dirty like that, bro. <laughs> Vader's no mug. <laughs> so you like you like you like Marvel Snap? That's I fantastic. Like it. I fucking love it. That's and I'm really not the great. Only one, so. You know, it's neither in or there whether you like it. If you don't, you don't. But all I'm saying is, if you like, if you don't like mobile games, check it out because it's changed my opinion on mobile games forever. Nice. Anyway, all I know is I think that you should try to play Marvel Snap, but more importantly, I think you should try and play uh, Warzone. But what is this? What is this? That is, put that right to the mic so it's a bit louder. <laughs> this is? is your warning. God of War spoilers <laughs> are coming now. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what this is. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're leaving, we're, we love and appreciate <laughs> you. See you next week. Who <laughs> wrote? We're we're about to talk about God of War. Um, me and Ash have both completed it, and we said last week that we will do this segment. You can turn it off now. I think people get the siren. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about God of War. There will be spoilers. We will talk about quite a lot of it. We're going to talk about every spoiler. So yeah. if, you, if, if you want, don't want to know a thing, you just get out. This is your warning right now, yeah? Turn the podcast off if you don't want to hear spoilers about God of War. We cannot be much more clearer than that. Now, anyway, about Kratos dying. I was going <laughs> to say that. Kratos dying at the end, mental. That's not what happens. Well, uh, we'll, we'll try and get it some sort of. We'll try and get some sort of organisation to it. So let's work our way through it. What you can remember, what you like. Can I just quickly say? <clears throat> quite possibly one of the best games I think I've ever played. Well, I got a message yesterday, late last night, saying best game ever. Full stop, and that was it. Yeah. And you never put full stops. Yeah. So I know you were serious. It was. Incredible. Now, you did it in 22 hours. Uh, yeah, something like that. I did it in 53, no, 53, 35 and a half hours. Now, this will be quite interesting because we both played it completely differently, whereby you did none of the side missions if you didn't have to. I did one. And I did all of them. I did one side mission after the story ended because there was another ending if you go and do it. Yeah, and I and I did all of them. So I've got... I got five 
side missions left. Four of them you can't track, but I know where they are. Uh, I got one more raven to get of Odin's ravens. I got one more Draugr Draugr hole to close up. What? I'm smelling the platinum. It's coming. I've, I looked at the trophies just to make sure, and I'd say I've got about I've got I think half the trophies, and let's say I think there's like ten more trophies I need to get. Six of them, I think five or six of them, are the side missions that I've got left. I don't. Although this is a spoiler section, please don't spoil the side missions for me because I haven't done them yet. So difficult not to spoil the side. Can I just say? I I can appreciate that you've spent your hard-earned money, and you will play. You are more than entitled to play your games however you see fit. And I fully understand that you beelined the story for the spoilers because I won't lie; it's taken me a lot longer to complete this game than I thought it would. And trying to avoid the spoilers, and I almost had certain points spoiled for me multiple times. In fact, one of them was sort of spoiled for me. Um, so I can understand why you did why you played it the way that you did but having been someone who did every single side mission the minute i got it like when i'd go into a new zone you'd get like five or six different side missions i'd do them all before i carried on with the main story mental absolutely mental and law law fuck it the law inside of these side missions is just incredible shit that ah I listened to a podcast today and they <coughs> was talking about God of War and they said the same. They said a lot of the side missions give you so much information that yeah. you're not, you, you know, if you go back and do them, because a lot of people have played it the same as me. Yeah. Um, and uh, normally, in any other situation, I wouldn't play it like this. I'll do what you do. Mm. If I feel like doing side, I'll just go do the side missions. Mm. I'm a completionist in that respect. I don't like leaving areas unfinished. Mm. So I'll try and do it. But in this one, I, like I say, I was petrified and I didn't want it ruined. So yeah. if I didn't have a family, I would have just booked like would've most of the week off and I'd have just played for it the way I would normally play, doing mm. everything. Mm. But unfortunately, this is the position I'm in. I, I just think it, it's... It, they're so in-depth and you talk about it a lot with The Witcher and that how the side missions feel so much like the main story. You can't even tell the difference and it was very much like this. Very, very much. I don't think there was a single side mission where I thought, what's the fucking point in me doing this? They all had a relevance to something. And yeah, I'd say the majority of them, probably like 70, 80% of the side missions you do give you a piece of lore that you've never heard of before. And when you do complete the game or as you begin, as you start coming towards the end of the game, those bits of lore that you've learned along the way start to fall in to their little their little sections and you think fucking hell that's why that's like that and that's why that and blah 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 weren't really paying attention to the shit that you get i got some cool art like the armor that i'm using is armor that you only get from side missions um and some of the abilities you get for like oh pardon me for like the blades of chaos and shit um you only get from side missions so i don't really know it'll be quite interesting to see like our games next to each other to see what you've got and what i've got because i'd imagine it'll be quite different i've just got normal bog standard <laughs> shit <laughs> i've got i think yeah i think i've got pretty much everything the only things where i just i thought no fuck this i'm not touching them until the end of the game is the berserkers don't know if you've run into one yet 
I think so. Basically, the Valkyrie replacements. Mm. This game's Valkyries. The big fucking knight dudes. Yeah, green things. Yeah. yeah, I killed one of them and then it popped up with the side mission because obviously it starts a mission. One out of 12. Yeah, and I went 12. And the little fucking worm dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went, there's fucking 12 of these. What the fuck? It'd be interesting to see how they've designed these quests because I imagine there's back and forth between Kratos and Atreus. There's back... I think, yeah, there's back and forth. Um, so what's going to happen when and, I go there with Freya? And interesting with... Uh, obviously, no Brock. Because obviously, Brock's dead. The ending that you're talking about, is it Brock's funeral? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very sad. Very, very sad. Gut-wrenching, to be yeah. honest. I didn't like Brock until he died. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. I really, I really liked, liked him. And, and <laughs> Sindri did very nearly make me cry because of seeing, seeing the the anger in his eyes and the fact that they made made his eyes red. I was like, that geezer. I didn't even notice I was that. like, that geezer's broken. I was like, he is fucked. And yeah. when, when Kratos, as like, obviously Brock goes off in the boat, cool to have a Viking funeral as well. Very cool. Um, when he goes to grab Sindri and he's like, Brock was. And then he just shrugs him off and just looks at him. He's like, don't. And then just disappears. I was like, "Fuck!" It's the it. way he disappears. <clears throat> it's just boom. I think it's the it's the fact that I don't know. You might have not paid attention to the dialogue because, to be fair, I didn't. It was Steph that that um, told me. Obviously, where Brock died first, and Sindri brought him back, and, and uh, he doesn't have an afterlife. Where oh yeah, I saw that. Where yeah. he's died again. Obviously, he doesn't have a laugh like, and that shit killed me, man. Because I was like, Sindri, Sindri couldn't handle Brock dying the first time so much so that he went and got his soul back. In Helheim. And now, him doing that has meant that now he's died again. He does not have an afterlife, and Sindri's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. In that he's ruined, like Brock, won't, just. He's gone forever. There's no, there's no meeting him again because there's, there's no afterlife. And I thought that was so sad. It really was. Speaking of Brock's death, <coughs> what was your reaction to? Oh, I'm not Tear, by the way. I'm Odin. Fucking me. Well, where's Tear then? Normally, so Tyr, normally Tyr must... see these twists coming. That, I didn't that see just that come at all. So Tear must be dead then. He must have actually been killed. Yeah, Tear's, Tear's gone as well yeah. as I can we tell. Could, I, I found that crazy because this whole time. I didn't like Tyr. No, I didn't. I was like, this geezer, I kept saying to Steph, I was like, this geezer is the god of war. It's just annoying. I was like, <laughs> he is he is the pinnacle of of war. Well, he's Kratos in the Norse world, yeah. basically. And and he's doing fuck all. He's making soup and running away from enemies. I was like, this guy is wet. I've had enough of him. And then, yeah, when he turned into Odin, I was like, what the fuck? I love Odin's character, by the way. Yeah, I didn't Mental. at the start. Towards the end, I was like, yeah, nailed I it. I really liked him. I, I I really, really, really enjoyed the balance between, like, not comedy, but the, the sort of non-serious lines thrown in with the serious situations. And Odin did that so well. It's his calm demeanour, no matter what the situation yeah, yeah. is. Just, he never raises his voice. He's nah. just very calm. And the fact that he just lets Atreus leave Asgard whenever he wants. He's like, you're not a prisoner here. Because yeah, you then, then, oh, I know you're going to be back. Because he's so clever. Because then you start <clears> to think, hold on. Is Odin all right? I know yeah, he's yeah. a bit of a knob, but yeah. are we going to be the bad guys mm, here? Mm, they it, made me think that a little bit. It was such a... Um, such a journey, man. I think the way that they ended it, <clears throat> I was expecting... So we've gone completely off of what I said and started from the beginning. We started at the end. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I think that there's so much shit to cover that if you went through it, it would be it forever. I think the the way that they've ended it, because I was worried for you in that I was like, when he finishes this, 
because naturally, I don't know if you're you're the same, but if I finish the campaign, the chances of me wanting to go back and do the side stuff, unless I'm really wanting to like get a platinum or something, are so slim because it's sort of like, well, I'm done now. What's the point? But the way that they ended that, where the credits rolled up as you were walking down the pathway and then boom, they disappeared and it was like, okay, cool, you can carry on now. I really like that transition because it wasn't so cut and dry as straight back to the main menu, continue. Exactly the same as God of War 2018. Was it the same? When they walked back down the mountain after throwing the ashes in the Notre Dame. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is, yeah, yeah. Um, I just really liked it and I, I did think to myself, I was like, maybe I won't return to it, but I... I definitely will I definitely will because I want that platinum I feel like this is the game this should be my my first platinum I've actually given worthy of it for sure 100% and it's easily obtainable where did you think the story was going because I was I had loads of different times where I had light bulb moments and I was going to write them down and I didn't and I wish I had because I thought all these different theories of what was going to happen at the end Mm. but there's times when I because obviously I play with headphones on obviously you don't because Steph's in but when you're moving with Kratos he breathes heavy he's like (gasps) Mm. (gasps) so I thought he's just dying anyway he's Mm. just dying of old age or whatever and then at the end in the tent before you go to Asgard he's telling him the story about the farmer that can't carry on no more and when mm, death comes. I thought that's a metaphor for him. I thought, it? yeah, he's just given up. So mm. he's just going to, that is what he was. He's just given up and he, he's ready to die now. Mm. Um. So yeah, I thought he was just going to die of old age regardless. By the way, one of the coolest lines in the history of anything is death can have me, have me when it earns me. Yeah, I fucking love that. Death can have me when it earns me. Oh, it was so, so fucking cool. It was so cool. It was so cool. He'd kill death. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? It, it, it depends it, what mood he's in. The geezer's nuts. I think the the raw emotion that you saw from Kratos was so uh, unnatural but natural at the same time because even to the point where quite a few scenes, his lip was quivering. Yeah, I saw When that. he was getting upset, his lip's quivering and I was half expecting to see a tear come down his eye that you never saw but I think you could sort of see like him welling up a bit and like in the tent when he's telling that story and he cuts off because obviously Atreus is asleep. And you can hear the emotion in his voice. That 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 person was ready to to break down at that point. He sounded very very upset, and I felt so attached to him. And I think off the back of you know that you're never going to see Kratos again. Like this is it. They're not doing any more. This storyline's done. As far as I'm aware, that's false. I thought they said they come out and said they're not going to do it anymore. No, they're not. The Norse story is done. I thought they said they're done with the Kratos side of it. No, they're done with Norse. They're doing the Norse in two series. They just said that's all they've said. They've, they're they're doing two games to wrap Norse up. So that's why everyone thinks he's going to jump to mm. another mythology. Yeah, that would make sense because there's high. There's a lot of rumors about him going to Egypt, and there's a lot of rumors about him going to uh, Japan. I suppose, especially with the with the um, opening of the, what do you call it? He's worshipped as a god. Then. Yeah, that's on the other was. side, you see the shock on him. He's like. <gasps> <laughs> I like, made oh, it. Wasn't expecting I made that at it. All. It's very cool. Yeah, he, uh, they, they can go in any way they want now. You can now they can leave Kratos and you can go and play as a Atreus. There's a load the of giants Atreus, if they want Frood. to. She's a f- Frood. Frood. Yeah. Who's that? Frood. Um, Thor's daughter. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Her. I was thinking of Agraboda. Agraboda. Yeah, yeah. She was cool as well. There's loads of there's loads of different shit. Uh, fucking. Ah, I. I've got one disappointment. Go on. And I'm sure you're going to share it. 
one criticism. Not once did you get to wield Thor's hammer. No, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, they sold it in a clip decision. I'm thinking, there's no way you don't go through this yeah. game. You can throw it, you can pull it back. Mm. There's no way you Well, go there's this the game. scene where you grab hold of it and stop it from moving. I thought that was cool. Yeah, but I wanted to hold it. I he stops it. it. He stops it from moving. The hammer's in motion in both arms. He just grabs it and just goes, nope. I thought... I thought that was what fucking was gonna crazy. Happen, He's so powerful. When we got really close to the end, I thought that Thor was... What I thought the story was going to end <clears> right at the end was... I didn't think Kratos was going to die. Um... But I thought that the girl you just said, mm, Agrabola, oh, Fruit, she was going to go with Atreus, mm. and that you were going to play as Atreus, or whatever, and she was going to give you Thor's hammer. So Loki was going to mm. have Thor's hammer and his bow, because you haven't really got a melee weapon. You're running around hitting people with a bow. Mm. That sword that just flies around. Doing Ingrid. Stuff. Yeah, it's cool, but I, I, I like that. That Ingrid. Yeah, but I want a weapon. Ingrid didn't actually belong. Like, wasn't hit. It was um, Freyers. Freyers. Freya and Freya. That's <laughs> confusing as hell that was. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I would have really liked to have, have had a little bit more incorporation with um, with Thor's hammer. Uh, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. It would have been very cool. Um, but I suppose you, you um, can't. If, that, if that's the only thing that you have a gripe with out of the entire oh, it's game. it's not a gripe. It's just, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? It's just, one. Well, the scene that we spoke about where we come up with, like, where it'll be like if they both hit each other and then the, the camera panned round and then you were suddenly four attacking Kratos. I think that would have been really cool. But given how you, how the story's panned out, it, I don't really see how that would have worked. Um, the trick they missed was that first fight with four and Kratos. And they threw the hammer, and he threw the axe, and yeah. they hit each other, and then they walked around each other. Mm. What should have happened... Should have swapped to four. No. No? They should have thrown the hammer, thrown the axe, they're, start, they're talking, back. and they're walking, and fucking Kratos gets the hammer, mm. and he gets the axe, and they go at each other yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, you've got the hammer, yeah. and then it's mad. Mm. But yeah, that that's one of the coolest scenes in the game. That, and every time you go back to Midgard and you see that frozen thunderbolt yeah. from the sky that, that you caused when you... Yeah, there's there's, there's lore that you find out surrounding uh, Thor, Mjolnir, um, the Leviathan Axe itself and things like that that I, I don't think you would have come across it because I think it's part of a side story, like mission. No, I will do it. Um, but when when whenever you do do it, You'll know what I'm on about when it happens, um, but nothing theatrical. Um, but message me when you find when when you come across it because it for me it was very much like a fucking hell really like wow that's very cool, um, and even like the characters in the game were shocked by it. So is it, little things like that peppered in just like I can't even remember the side mission it was where I've received this lore from. It was at the end of a quest chain. Um, but yeah, I'm just obsessed with those side missions, man. I think <laughs> I think you're in for a treat playing them again. I can't see. I'm interested to see how they pan out now that Atreus isn't there. That's what I'm confused about. Um, but obviously Santa Monica being Santa Monica, they won't have made it so that you can go back and do them all, and it like not work. Like Atreus isn't just going to pop up out of nowhere. They've obviously thought of this one. Whether you just do it with Freya. Or or whatever, um, yeah. It's 
I feel like there's so much to talk about, but that first switch when you start, because you, you you're, you're listening to Kratos talking to Mamir, and and then Sindri comes around and he's like, couldn't sleep and you make a trash jump, mm. and then you you're talking. Then you were for a Atreus. Yeah, but you like crawl along and you see Brock and he ducks down, yeah. and then I thought, what's this awkward pause for? Because they're just like, mm. I was like. Move the analog stick, move forward. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I'm yeah. playing as a trailer. What yeah. the hell? I thought it was the cutscene still. Mm. And so they, ma- they made it very, very, um, made him very playable because I don't know if you noticed, but they they scaled down the enemies for when you play as a Atreus. So you kill them a lot quicker. Your attacks feel a lot, a lot heavier as they should. Um, they didn't make it as difficult as the shit that you were fighting as. Kratos. I just think he's just feels so much more nimble. He's like dodging it's and way more nimble. He's diving around, whereas Kratos is like slow and deliberate. Don't get me wrong, I powerful. prefer playing Kratos. I, I yeah. think what what did you use weapon wise more consistently? Everyone has a favourite. I started off with the axe and then moved on to the, to the blades. It, I think the blades are mainly just for when there's large groups of people to try and mm. keep some groups off you because you can get overwhelmed. I played on normal, bro, and I'm ashamed to say how many times I died. A lot. That game is hard, I died bro. a lot. There's some times where I'm like, surely it's not this hard. Then, <laughs> then berserkers on give me God of War mode, I don't know how the fuck anyone's supposed to do them because, that, the, yeah, those enemies were difficult. All the other enemies were difficult. I died countless times. Thank fuck for that resurrection stone. Yeah. Because I used that a hell of a lot. But I Superior resurrection yeah, stone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I used the Blades of Chaos the most. Oh, I love the blades. Out of out of everything, uh, drop near spear, very very cool. Yeah, very cool weapon. Um, I didn't really get along with the mechanics of using it, um, but I killed Odin with that spear. I don't know why; it just seemed to do the most amount of damage and was the easiest thing to to use. Um, yeah, I weren't expecting that as a weapon, if I'm honest. I really weren't. Heimdall was very good as well. Yeah. He, his acting was phenomenal. Oh yeah, when he, he fucking so when he lands that punch on him, that's the bit that was spoiled for me because I was I wasn't anywhere near Asgard yet. Um, Atreus hadn't even entered Asgard, and I was scrolling through TikTok and a video come up of them fighting, of Heimdall and Kratos fighting, and I quickly scrolled past it and I was a bit like, oh fucking hell, because obviously that I like the gates has already been introduced. Um, but I wasn't expecting a fight like that. I thought that was fucking cool when he, he obviously when he hit his braces and I thought, Oh, he's landed a hit. And then the next bit, you fucking crack his cheekbone open. I was like, What the fuck? So I was like, this geezer's nuts. Like nothing can stop this man. And then you fucking beat the shit out of him. And then when you kill him kill him, I was like, What the fuck? Yeah, he lost it. So obviously he he's not off. supposed to. I was like, No so now that I said now it's it. Ragnarok's about to fucking begin. Yeah, you've done it. Ragnarok himself, that was nuts. Yeah, that was crazy. That little them two scene. fucking Valkyries you have to fight up there, man. Oh, oh what, did you struggle God. with them? Yeah, they're fucking pain in the mm. ass, man. Blades of chaos, man. I'm telling you, I leveled up all my shit. I was fucking wailing on them. Um, that 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 area alone, when you walk out of the cave and then it's just like space. I was like, this place is gorgeous. Like this looks, this yeah, looks incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, he wasn't a nice guy like Ragnarok. He's a bit of a weirdo. They sort of didn't really close up on that. Well, they did, but they didn't. Obviously, Freya, Freya, Freya. I really don't know how you say it without talking about the other Freya. You were, obviously he's died. From brother Freya. Brother Freya from Ragnarok, um, which I suppose does clear up what really happened to Ragnarok. Um, 
but it does it doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't Freya brother Freya mm. gives you the flying boat yeah you don't use it when again when do you have used it I you don't thinking, what the fuck yeah cool I'm gonna I used it I used it one other time to cross to, to traverse over a certain part of the map I see I ain't done that and that was it I haven't used it again since whether there's other parts but I but mm, no didn't didn't really that bother. was cool though that was cool I like that um, yeah, I weren't expecting it. It was very cool. One moment that does stand out to me that you probably didn't pay much attention to that did make me laugh was where you'll get on like a little train ride thing and you're going up mm. and uh, the train stops and there's a fucking... No, no, they're all jumping in, all these monsters and you're, uh, Tracy's trying to pull the brake, then the brake snaps, then the fucking train just bursts open and there's a fucking humongous troll in there. He, he grabs you and he's holding yeah. Kratos up. Oh god, boss fight! No, Kratos just chops his head off. Yeah. Like, then you fight them in the in the goal game before. This time he's just like, no, I'm not fucking. Yeah, yeah I'm not dealing <laughs> with your shit. Yeah, he just chops him up. Like, yeah, like, them like, trolls went down a lot easier this time round than in the last game, 100. percent I think there was um, there's still you. I don't know if you would have noticed it at the very beginning. Obviously, you have the chests where you have to hit the rooms, don't you? Mm-hmm. And there's the ones where you have to hit them, and there's the ones where you have to set them on fire. There's other ones. Right at the beginning, there's one there, and it's it's nothing. It's little stones with like blue light flashing on them. I don't know how you do them because I haven't got. I still haven't unlocked anything to do them, and I haven't googled it. Is it not just the runic arrows? No, it just blows them up. No, nope, tried them. There's a good couple. Of, it might be. I might just be doing it wrong. But there's a good couple of chests that I've come across where it's like, nope, can't do them. Can't touch any of that. There's a, there's quite a few little bits where. Because I think I've probably explored, I'm going to say, 90% of the game, of what it has to offer me. Um, So there's really not a lot left, but there's definitely bits that I have visited but couldn't quite get through because I hadn't unlocked the spear yet or the the bow. Mm. So that I just haven't returned to yet. but yeah, there's there's definitely shit that that I'm excited to go back to. I think this this game's just incredible. I think I, when I first started playing, I was really conflicted as to whether this would get Game of the Year or Elden Ring. And I think having finished God of War, I think God of War will take it because the story alone, it's just incredible. It's gut wrenching, really. Properly gut wrenching. You go back to Kratos in the first one and how he is at the start with Atreus to how he is now. And he's like, it's just complete arc within him, within himself. Yeah, well, he, is, he becomes so. a father, doesn't he? He, he, he? I think it's the, well, like one of the very last scenes with him and Atreus together, where he's he apologises and he's like, I was wrong. Don't close your heart. He's like, open it. Mm. Open it to everything around you. Let the world see it. And he's like, because that's who, who you are. Um, and I think towards the end, Kratos finally, like, Let's Faye deal with it. All the things that Faye told him, and he's sort of ignored and gone that Spartan way with with bringing up Atreus. And it was nice to see at the end that he he sort of abandons that, and he's like, "No, Atreus, you you're your own man. You do your own thing. You are you are who Faye taught you to be. So be it." Very cool. Faye was a very cool character as well. Yeah, played by Deborah Ann from Daredevil. Daredevil. Mm. Very cool. Looks like that as well. Yeah, very cool. I really enjoyed fighting the wolf in Helheim. Um, yeah, um, Garm. 
That was fucking... That was so cool. This is how I know how much I really like this game because I never remember names. Mm. And I remember a good fucking 80% of the names here. Garm. And then when you turn him into Fenrir, mm. I weren't expecting that. I was like, how fucking cool is that? Oh, no, I was expecting that. I also knew as soon as uh, you put that soul into the snake that that was going to be Jorgmonda. Yeah. I knew that was going to be the World Serpent. But the World Serpent... This is what I don't understand because the World Serpent was already there. It's Ragnarok. It loops. Time loops. Because Jorgmonda is supposed to be Loki's son. Ah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't right, think of it that Ragnarok's way. Ragnarok's supposed to happen and then the world like loops around again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that was... So ain't, yeah. that, ain't that such a head fuck? So you've got yeah, the first God, 2018 God of War, the World Serpent's there. but And you're a kid as Atreus. But you it's actually you that is the reason why the World Serpent's there. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the law they're going with in this in this game. But, but that's how it I'm sort of works. I'm pretty sure in Norse mythology, that's how it I happens. Think that sort of, that, I think that is the law that they went with. Because when you have the final battle, obviously you see four fighting the World Serpent. Such a and, and Atreus does go, ah, oh, that's... That was me. So he's aware that that is the, the snake. Because Kratos says he looks different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very fucking cool. Very cool. And then even when they put Odin into one of those orbs and Sindri just comes out of nowhere and he's like, uh, what does he say? Uh, something like, that's what, that's what you expect or something like that. He says one final line. It straight away disappears. Yeah, just gone. He ain't fucking about Sindri, he's a broken man. He's done in. He turns <laughs> up at the end fucked. for Ragnarok, then he opens a door and fucks off. Opens the door, fucks off, he turns up for the funeral, and then fucks off very quickly. He's a very upset man. It's very sad. But, very good game. Very good game. It exceeded my expectations. S+. Plus, S+. Plus. It's one of the very few games where it has surpassed the hype that was around it and a lot of games like this you get such big hype for it and it just falls short and from the first five minutes of playing God of War Ragnarok you knew that this was living up to the hype and it was going further than that hype I've it's been a long long time since I've played a game like this and been so invested with the story and so excited to come back and play it. And you just never know what's going to happen, do you? No, and I played it with Steph again, like The Last of Us Part 2. I sat there in my chair in front of the telly, angled off to the side so that Steph could actually see partly of what was going on. And she experienced a lot of it with me. And, and, it, and it just a fucking awesome game. And that, that is the type of game that will go down in history. 100%. I'll never forget it, ever. Never, never. And I'm so happy that I... I'm not rubbing it in, but I'm so happy that I have something like the Collector's Edition to remember that game by because such a fucking good game. I haven't bought that because you would never be able to get it again and you'll be able to sell it for loads of money. I've got that because I felt that Santa Monica Studios deserved that money from me for the effort they've put into this game and I'm so happy that I've got that memorabilia of this game because it's just fucking nuts it will win game of the year I think it should um, uh, This, but it's also that recency bias that I mentioned before because at the time Elden Ring was just something else and that will still come back Elden Ring still DLC. is fucking something else yeah, it's, 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 still, it's still up there like it's in its own stuff. category of absolute nuts that will yeah. go down in history as well it's hard because you can't compare them they're different games completely like, different great. the God of War is it's just phenomenal 
story and combat, but the, the only thing I could do without so, so God is of Elden War, Ring. Really, yeah, the only thing I could do without in God of War is the is the puzzles, like. But you need them to break it up. Yeah, but they weren't even they weren't even that bad. It's not honest. bad. They just get a bit. Oh, not another room. I've got to fucking push a block around or whatever. Just the there was there was a couple with like the runic arrows and the fire linking up. There was a couple that were a bit like fucking hell. This is really difficult. Um, but overall, yeah, that it it was decent. I don't think there's anything in Ragnarok where I wouldn't want to see it, or I think I'd be better off without it. I think overall. Fantastic! Oh, hundred percent. The bo- uh, uh, Agraboda's auntie as well. The big oh, giant yeah. that was yeah, well. She cool. was a big motherfucker. Running around feeling like a little ant in her house. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was massive wicked. cups and bowls and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, she was cool. the the whole The whole story of it. I would like to see more of Agraboda's world. Um, because obviously Iron she's wood, a isn't it? yeah. Obviously she's a giant. Um, I would I would like to explore that. I would like to see more of Freya now that she's a Valkyrie. I think that would be very cool. Um, and I'd like to see Fruda as a Valkyrie as well. Because obviously her mum, I can't remember her name. Sif. Sif. Is like, I want you to be a Valkyrie, but not under Odin. So it would be cool to see that. I'm sort of trying to wrap it up a bit because I really need a piss. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Before you go, but what's yeah. your favourite moment? Your standout My favourite, favourite moment, moment in the whole game? In the whole game? I know there's millions and this is just, if you had to pick one. Killing Heimdall, yeah. fighting him, being the one to land, land the only person ever to land a hit on Heimdall and then to kill him. You know what I mean? This geezer thinks that he's top of the world. He he is number one. No one can fucking touch him. And then Kratos comes out of nowhere and just fucks him up with quite ease. And I thought that that to me, it was a turning point in the whole war factor of it. That was when Ragnarok was set in stone. I was like, right, well, this is the path we're now going down. He didn't want to do it, but that that god of war in him come out. He blows the, the horn at the very it? last Here minute. We go. I said to Steph, I was like, if you had that horn, you would be tempted to just give it a little, little. See how much of a blow it really needs to set things off. Because if it's just like a little gust of wind to go through it, and that sets off Ragnarok. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite, my favorite part. Um, yours. It'd probably be what we discussed last week, where you think you failed the quick time event, and four, yeah, on four was like, no, nah, I say when we're done, and brings you back to life. Yeah, one of my favourite things to do at the moment is to watch YouTube videos of people reacting, reacting to it because it, mm. it is hilarious. Everyone's like, ah, oh. yeah, I thought I was dead as well. I was yeah. like, fuck, I was like, I was definitely mashing circle. Yeah, What's going like, on? I didn't want to tap it that hard. I'll yeah. break my controller. It's like, no, it's force decision. You know? Very cool. I really like the way Odin uh, takes you in Ravens. Yeah, well. it's very cool. I, I love everything. but It's uh, a fantastic game. Fantastic game. I think it might be one of the only single-player games where I could probably play it again. S++, the highest possible rating I can give a computer game. Yep. And we'll leave it there. Yeah, we That's will. Us. Thanks um, for joining us. Yeah, um, we appreciate everyone listening. If you haven't got God of War Ragnarok yet and you're humming and hawing about it, fucking get it. It's a fantastic game. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll probably talk about it a bit more next week, maybe. Yeah, um, join us next week when I do a uh, Warzone spoiler cast. Love it. Can't that's, wait. That's, that's a joke. You <laughs> can't spoil a multiplayer game. You fucking can. All right, mum. Yeah, sweet. All right, thanks for uh, joining us. Uro. Uro.